Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time that you've given to us, Father. Lord, we pray your great mercy that all of us are here. And we are here, Lord, to thank you for your mercy, Father. Lord, I know, Lord Jesus, we cannot add to your salvation, but we can definitely celebrate your salvation. We are here, Lord, to celebrate the great mercy of God, Father, one more Sunday together. Thank you, Father, let this word impact our hearts. Let it get into our hearts, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I was thinking the other day, what is the oldest plan of God? And I want to say salvation. Hallelujah. Is the oldest, or one of the oldest plans of God. Because God had a plan for salvation even before he laid the foundations of the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's salvation is God's great plan. Hallelujah. And so our salvation is great, is, is, is great and complete. Hallelujah. Can we, uh, can, can we thank God for the great plan of salvation that God has given to each one of us. Hallelujah. And I want to say that includes everyone sitting here. It doesn't matter whether you are man or woman, whether you are a senior citizen or whether you are a small child. Whatever your tradition is, whatever your background is, God has a great plan of salvation for us. Hallelujah. However, many of us don't have a wholesome picture of salvation. Many of us don't know the depths of the salvation. We just think that it is a salvation is just that a sinner's prayer that we pray that when somebody tells you, you want to see Jesus into your life. So what exactly is salvation? Salvation is a free gift of God that God is giving to us. In Hebrew, the word salvation comes from the word Yeshua. And Yeshua means, it, it, it means to be delivered from trouble or delivered from our enemies. Acts 4 verse 12 says, And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Hallelujah. The name is the name Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He alone is the one that, hold, that holds the power of salvation. While I was preparing my, this message, my mind went back to several years. When I was an 18-year-old boy, uh, and uh, I, 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 I uh, did it my graduation in, um, in, the, hill, in, the, in the, uh, uh, the hill town of Idiki, uh, of Idiki district. And there, uh, so when uh, I took the admission, when my mother took admission to the hostel, near to the hostel was the streams of water. Alright, and she told me, you know, uh, don't go into that water. Keep away. And every weekend that I used to come in the morning, she said, she said, Mona, don't go into that water. Keep, be, be careful. You don't know how to swim. Don't go. Even if they teach you swimming, don't go into, don't go into that stream of water. So months went by, I wouldn't go there because I knew that I didn't know swimming. But one day, you know, the weekend, my friends and I ventured into that and I was sitting in the banks. So it's like it's a rocky stream, alright? And I suddenly found my friends were having a great time. You know, they were getting in the water, they were all playing. And I'm here like I'm not able to get into the water. So what did I do? I forgot the commandment of my mother. And I just went into that washroom of water. Please don't do this at home. Don't do this done by experts. So I found that 
you know, Jesus walked on water. I didn't float on water. The laws of gravity just worked big time once again. And I began to sink. And as I began to sink, I just put my hand, somebody save me. And I remember this friend of mine who has big shoulders. He is a strong fellow. He just jumped in the water. He was already in the water. He knew how to hold me. Right? So he grew up in the banks of the Minachil River in Kote. And he used to rescue people. And what a, what a nice time to have somebody like that. So he just grabbed hold of me. And he threw me into the you know, banks. And I, all I, I got some, some rock to hold on. And it was I was alive. I understood that day. That to save me from being sinking, I needed a stronger person. I need somebody who is an expert in this. Hallelujah. We understand that we need salvation when we realize that we are weak. We are depraved in our sin. And we are lost in our sin. And we need somebody stronger to help us. The other day I was going through some difficult time and I cried out to the Lord and I said, Lord, I am, I am, I am weak in my strength. I need your strength. That is why the Bible says David strengthened himself in the Lord. Why? Because I need a stronger person to rescue me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Salvation has multiple dimensions. I want you to uh, listen carefully here. Salvation is in the past, in the present, and in the future. Salvation is not an event. It's a journey. It's a lifetime. That you read this, uh, that you have, that you've discovered. One is in the past, is he has delivered us from the penalty of our sin. We have been justified, just as if I have not sinned. And Jesus became the opposite, just as if he sinned. So there was a divine exchange, and I want to tell you, they, we have no role in this. Tell your, your neighbor, don't add to this. We have no role. Hallelujah. And salvation is also in the present where we have, where we are being sanctified daily by walking under his covering. Where we are now no longer, earlier we were slaves to the world. Now we are no longer slaves to the world, but we are willingly submitting ourselves to be a slave of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, freedom is a myth. Either you are a slave of the enemy or you are a slave of God. You decide whose slave you want to be. You decide every day who's, who is going to be your master. That is your present day salvation. Hallelujah. And your future. Hallelujah. Where God, when he comes back, when Jesus is coming back, he is going to take and give his going to take this body and transform it and it's going to give you a glorified body. Hallelujah. That is a future salvation. So salvation is in three dimensions. It's past. It's present. That is why uh, Peter talks about salvation of your souls, your thinking, your mind, your will, your emotions needs to be renewed daily. Hallelujah. And he's coming back. Hallelujah. And he will transform our lowly bodies and give us a glorified body. Hallelujah. For those who have died, and some people are so insecure that they think that they need to bury their bodies. Then only when Jesus comes back that he can give a glorified body. Hello. 
We don't need to help God. God can give us a glorified body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That is the three dimensions of salvation. Hallelujah. And salvation is not just for the individual. It is for the individual. It is for his family. And it is also for a nation. God had a salvation plan for Israel. God had a salvation plan for Abraham. God had a salvation plan for Isaac as a family. For Jacob as a family. Hallelujah. Tell yourself, God has a salvation plan for my family. Hallelujah. It's not just you. It's for your parents. It's for your sister, brother, your children. Hallelujah. Therefore, if your children are not saved, I want to tell you, God has a salvation plan for your child. God has a salvation plan for if you have an unbelieving spouse. Hallelujah. Tell yourself, God has a salvation plan for my spouse. Thank you, Jesus. So salvation has multiple dimensions. It is for an individual, for a family, for a nation. Hallelujah. Therefore, I want to believe that God has a salvation plan for our nation. How many of you believe that? God has a salvation plan for our nation. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Salvation is wholesomeness. Matthew 1, verse 20 to 21. And the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. And you shall name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Hallelujah. You know the word save, the Greek word used here is a word called sozo. Hallelujah. Salvation is so-so. So he will see saying that he will so-so his people from their sins. What is so-so? The word so-so is used more than 100 times in the New Testament. The word so-so means to save, to be saved. It also means healed, made well, made whole, preserved, delivered. Hallelujah. Salvation is not just getting that sinner's prayer. It is a package. Hallelujah. It's a package. Thank you, Father. It is means to be made complete again. It is to make to be restored again. What did God do in the Garden of Eden? In the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve said, they made a fig leaf and they thought that they can stand up to God. God took it away. And what did God do? God clothed them. He killed an animal, took the skin and covered them. That was, that was God's salvation plan. He was unveiling it a bit by bit by bit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that they could stand before God. It, salvation means to be complete again, to be restored back. Restored back where? In your spirit, soul and body. Hallelujah. That is why, sorry, He is Yeshua who saves us. He is Yeshua who can save us from our sins and not just our sins, our habits. If you are struggling in your habits, He is Yeshua who can save you. Hallelujah. He is Yeshua who can heal you in your body. Amen. If you think that, you know, God can save me but cannot heal me, I, even you are missing that dimension, that aspect of uh, salvation, which is saying that sozo means to heal. He is a Shua who can heal you. He is a Shua who can deliver you from tormenting spirits. 
tormenting spirits, I rebuke you right now in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus cast out the devil. He is a sure who can give you a sound mind. A sound mind. Hallelujah. He has given us a spirit of sound mind. He is a sure who can make you a man of God. A man of faith. Hallelujah. He is a sure who can restore your health. Hallelujah. And deliver you from whom? And deliver you. He can deliver you. Deliver you from whom? From the enemy. So, sozo has three dimensions. One, salvation. Healing. Deliverance. Hallelujah. And it's also it's to preserve. Preserve for what? Preserve for the second coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. We are preserved for His greater glory to be revealed. The glory that is what we are seeing right now is just a small, small aspect of His glory. Greater glory God wants to reveal and He wants to preserve us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, to understand salvation, we need to understand what are we saved from and what are we saved to. What am I saved from? What am I saved from and what am I saved to? One, we are saved from the wrath of God. Hallelujah. Romans 5, verse 8 to 11. The Bible says, but God demonstrates His own love towards us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now be justified by His blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through Him. So we are saved from the wrath of God. And to what? For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through His death, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. Not only that, we should also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. We are saved from the wrath and we are reconciled back to God. Just like I was saved from that, you know, from that stream, put back to the ground, uh, you know, to the banks. We are saved from the wrath and we are reconciled back to God. Why is there a wrath of God? Because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Some of us think that we think that, okay, uh, I have scored 9 out of 10 for obeying the commandments. If any of you have got 9 out of 10, let me tell you some bad news for you. If anybody has broken one commandment, he is guilty of breaking the whole commandment. So which means that 9 out of 10 is is equal to 0 out of 10. So there is no salvation in obeying the law because it is impossible to obey the law. So all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So there is a wrath of God and Jesus took on the wrath of God. So we deserve the wrath and now we are reconciled back to God. Hallelujah. So I'm going to say we are saved from the wrath and we are reconciled back to God. Hallelujah. Therefore, don't leave God. God is not interested in leaving you. You don't leave God. Hallelujah. So the second aspect, what are we saved from? We are saved from the power of death. Saved from the power of death. John 5 verse 24 says, Truly, truly I say to you, the one who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life 
and does not come to judgment because he has passed from death into life. So what are we saved from? We are saved from the state of death. What is the state of death? The state of death is the state, is the state of not knowing God. That includes spiritual death, physical death, every kind of death. So we are saved from the state of death and we are saved to God's newness of life. Hallelujah. What is the newness of life? Where we can walk and fellowship with God every day. That is the newness of life. And they have passed from death to life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we are saved from the enemy who had the power of death. God has freed us from the power of death, the devil's bondage, devil's slavery, uh, devil's curses, the, all the curses that come when following him, or the hell, we are saved from hell, we are saved from all this to God's blessings, to God's righteousness. We are saved from the power of death to this newness of life. We are saved to God's Zoe life, hallelujah, to this newness of life, to the eternal life. So we are saved from the wrath of God, Reconciled back to God, we have the safe and the power of God, uh, death to a newness of life. What does it mean? To a new lifestyle. Hallelujah. Of walking with God. And the third aspect, hallelujah. You know, I, the other two aspects I could probably imagine. The third one I really can't imagine. Romans 5 verse 10. <clears throat> For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled God to the death of his son, much more. Having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his love, by his life. This is a great love that God has bestowed on us. That we were saved from being an enemy of God. Hallelujah. How many of you would probably invite your enemy to your home? Your enemy to your home. That's exactly what God did. From being an enemy of God, God made us to be his son. From an enemy, hallelujah, to be a child of God. Hallelujah. From an enemy to a child of God. We are saved from being an enemy and we are saved to the family of God. Hallelujah. I possibly can't imagine that. God, I can understand that you forgave us, but how could you make us as your son? You give a spirit of adoption to us. So from an outcast, we became God, because God is giving a sonship to us. From an outcast to sonship. From an enemy of God to the household of God. Hallelujah. From a rebel. Hallelujah. To sitting with him in the heavenlies. Hallelujah. Today God is saying that, hi, I have some space in my throne. Do you want to sit with me? Hallelujah. That's what God is Hallelujah. So we are saved from the enemy kingdom and we are saved to, to being an heir with God. Saved from the enemy kingdom, saved to. Can you say, I am an heir of God? Not this heir, heir of God. Hallelujah. Somebody who has the inheritance. Hallelujah of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we are, what are we saved from? We are saved from the wrath of God and we are saved back, reconciled back to God. We are saved from the power of death to the newness of life, from an enemy to being a son. And I want to tell you how much messed up you are. This is God's plan for you. Hallelujah. 
do you have, you might say, oh, and I have really messed up my life. I have gone that, I've done that, done this. Do you have hope? I'm going to say, yes, you have hope. Salvation is for everybody. Hallelujah. Everybody on planet earth. Hallelujah. Who are alive. God has a, pl- a plan for salvation. So what are some of the signs? <clears throat> you know, what are some of the signs that we are under the salvation of God? Because this is quite important. Because salvation is not just like saying that sinner's prayer and going home and coming in once in a while to the church for your marriage and maybe for, you know, some 10th wedding anniversary. No, no, that is not salvation. Salvation, as I said, has a past dimension, there is a present dimension, and there is a future dimension. Keeping these in mind, we have signs that you are under the salvation of God. Alright, let's look into Matthew chapter 3, verse 1 to 10. I won't look into every verse. The context is John the Baptist is preaching the baptism of repentance. And he has this whole region come to him. Jerusalem, Judea, Jordan, everybody comes to him. And they baptized him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. And he saw the Pharisees and Sadducees come to him. And he says, in verse 8, Produce fruit consistent with repentance. And do not assume that you say to yourself, We have Abraham as your father, as our father. And I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. And the axe is already laid at the root of the tree. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit <clears throat> is being cut down and thrown into fire. John the Baptist is getting ready uh, people to repent because of the coming salvation. Jesus was a salvation of God. It didn't matter to him whether they were children of Abraham by tradition. I want to tell you what mattered to him is that they would repent and they have fruits according to the repentance. I want to tell you obedience is a sign of being under the salvation of God. Obedience is a sign of being under the salvation of God. Today, obedience is now is probably not that of a style statement in today. Hallelujah. How many of you fathers and mothers, do you like disobedient? You, you like your children to be disobedient? Any father mother here? No. You want your children to be obedient. And so is God. Hallelujah. Obedience is a sign of being under the salvation of God. Hallelujah. And to bear the fruits of salvation. This is important. In Acts chapter 2, verses 38, when the Holy Spirit has come upon the church, Peter says, they say, brothers, so what are we to do? How many of you have said, what should I do? How many of you have said that in your life? Nobody has said that? I want to say you should say that. What should I do? Peter is saying, repent. Repent. And each of you, each of you, be baptized in the name of the Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Hallelujah. So those he heard, he told all of them to repent and be baptized. Obedience is a sign. And your water baptism, hallelujah, is the first step that God wants you to obey. And that's not the only step. That's the first step. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, repent, be baptized, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
to bear fruits of the Holy Spirit, to bear the fruits of repentance, you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Obedience to God is a sign of being in the salvation of God. Obedience to, obedience to the flesh, to the enemy, is a sign of walking in the world. If that's the case, obedience to the Spirit is a sign of walking under the salvation of God. How many of you agree with that? Hallelujah. Now, because you want to be obedient, you are willing to remove. Hallelujah. Because you like, you, you, you fully receive the salvation of God, you are willing to remove whatever is coming under, coming against that. Whether it is the eye that is causing you to sin, or whether it is the hand that is causing you to sin. Because you want to enter into eternity with that one eye, or with that one arm, rather than having two eyes and two arms and be cast into hell. Obedience is a sign. Of being under the salvation of God. Thank you, Jesus. The second sign, Romans 6, verses 10. The death that he died, he died to sin once for all. The life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, reckon yourselves dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. It should obey in its lust. Do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of God. For sin shall not have dominion. We're not under the law, but under the grace. Hallelujah. Salvation means you know, we are dead to sin. Salvation means we are alive to God. And every day we tell, Lord, I am dead to that sin. I don't want to do it again. I am dead. I am alive to God. I know I have done that. But here is my body. I want to use it as an instrument of righteousness. Hallelujah. And those who are under the salvation of God, they constantly, constantly present themselves alive to God. They constantly tell themselves, they constantly worship the Lord and they offer their body. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. They reckon themselves that I am dead to that sin. Thank you, Lord. I want to tell to you that salvation journey is not impossible. Hallelujah. If it was impossible, God wouldn't have given this journey to us. Tell yourself that it is possible. Some of you think, is it possible? I want to say it's possible. The enemy wants to whisper into your ears that it's not possible. I want to tell you it's a journey. And you have a, life, you have a lifetime to do this. Hallelujah. But you don't know how long that lifetime is. Yeah? I remember many years back, uh, you know, we, I was gathering in my friend's home. And we were watching a movie and one preacher came that way. And he began to tell, be born again. And you know, you need to receive Jesus. You need to have, you need to have Jesus in your life. Hallelujah. And these guys, they made, started to make fun of him. I was not a believer, but I knew in my heart what he said is true. Hallelujah. And my, one of my friends said, you know, you are 55 years, 60 years old. And when I become 55... I will probably be like you. And he looked at him and said, what is the guarantee that you will rise up tomorrow? Hallelujah. Start your journey today. Don't wait for tomorrow. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Present yourselves to God. See, you know, what, it, what was the sin of Adam? What was the other sin of Adam and Eve? Not only they sin, now they are not presenting themselves to God. They are hiding themselves from God. Present yourselves to God. All day and night, present yourselves to God. Thank you, Jesus. That is salvation. And one who is under salvation constantly presents himself to God. The third aspect, Acts 2, verse 41 to 42, that those who were baptized, they will receive the word, they were baptized. See that? They will receive the word, they were baptized, and they were added, they were added 3,000 souls. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostolic teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Those who are under the salvation of God, they devote themselves. Hallelujah. Terry tell, devote themselves and continually devote. Hallelujah. Not once in a while. Continually devote themselves to the apostolic teaching. You, those who are under the salvation of God, they continually devote to the apostolic teaching, to fellowship, to prayer. Today we saw the announcement about prayer. They continually devote themselves to prayer. Thank you, Jesus. The breaking of bread. Hallelujah. Those under the salvation of God, now that they know that this is a great joy. They are, now I want to hear from God. Hallelujah. I remember when I got baptized, my friend, he called me and said, so I was thinking, okay, now I have baptism as an event. Okay, now I can probably, I don't know what to do. So I'm just here. One of my friends called me, you know, so what's your plan? I said, what plan? Uh, no, no, see, see, you're not water baptism. You got, you baptized, you, you, you witnessed the Lord in water baptism. What's the next, what's the next thing? So he, he told me, see, you need to devote yourselves. Hallelujah. You need to devote yourselves. You need to be led by a person. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You need to come under a, you need to come under a, a you know, an, under a spiritual home. You need a spiritual home. You need a man to lead you. You need a pastor to lead you. Hallelujah. And he told, uh, you know, you need to devote yourself to learn the word of God. I, I remember that, you know, somebody told me about something and I was, oh Lord, I condemned myself. I remember that I, I had to call the pastor and ask, pastor, this is what I sense. I feel so bad. I feel so, you know, he's, and he taught me the word of God. You need to continually teach yourself, uh, allow yourself to be taught the word of God so that you can grow. Yeah? So one of the, one of the uh, signs of being in the salvation, you continue yourself, continually devoting yourself to the teaching and the fellowship. The fourth sign of being under the salvation of God is that you value the salvation God has given to you. Many people don't value they consider it as a common thing. I want to tell you that heaven disagrees with you. Big time. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. You know, all these scriptures that I want to tell you is written to the believers. Hallelujah. It's written to the believers. For this reason we must pay closer attention to what we have heard. For we do not drift away from it. For the words spoken by the angels... Proved unalterable. Every violation and act of disobedience 
received a just punishment. It is talking about the Old Testament word which was delivered by the angels. And he said, if the Old Testament word which was delivered by the angels received a just punishment, I want you to listen to this. How will we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Because this word is spoken by the Son. Hebrews chapter 1 starts with that the Son is greater than the angels. And the word spoken by the Son is greater. So if the Old Testament word received a just reward, I want to tell you, we cannot escape, we cannot neglect such a great salvation. Because this is the, this is the word that the Son spoke. Hallelujah. If we neglect such a, such a great salvation, the Bible is warning us that we will drift away. It is not actually God leaving us, but it is we leaving God we cannot escape if we drift away and neglect such a great salvation. Those who value God's salvation will not drift away because they know it's precious. Many people like to relate to God based on answered prayer. But if your prayer, even if your prayers are not answered, can you just value what God has done for you? Hallelujah. One of the signs that you're walking in the salvation is you will really value and cherish what God has done. You will value and cherish. You will not consider it as a common thing. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, considering it as a common thing is a danger that we are drifting away from the salvation. Hallelujah. Can we take a moment to thank God for the salvation? Lord, I want to value what you have done for me. Regardless of whether my prayers are answered or not, I want to just thank you for this aspect that you saved me. Just like how my friend saved me from drowning. Thank you, Lord, for saving us. Hallelujah. And the fifth sign of being under the salvation is you are willing to extend God's mercy to others. Hallelujah. We all know the parable of the unmerciful servant. He owned a lot to his master. His master let him go because of his great mercy. Cancelled all his debts. What did he do? He went to another person who owed him a little money and he put him in jail. He conveniently forgot all the master gave him. I want to tell you, his debt was restored back. And he was put into jail. For those who know the mercy of God, they are willing to extend the received mercy. Hallelujah. The received mercy that we have, we are willing to let it flow to others. Hallelujah. They don't want to judge others because they know that God spared the judgment on them. They are not willing to take revenge on others because they knew that God has forgotten the revenge on themselves. They, are, they, they know that God is their defender. And one of the signs of being under the salvation is that you are willing to extend God's mercy to others. Hallelujah. Can we be merciful because He is merciful? The other next sign of being under the salvation, you know that you can't live on bread alone. Those who are in the salvation of God know that they can't live on the bread of the world. They need the bread of God every day. Hallelujah. They are not satisfied with what came yesterday from the mouth of God. They want to hear something today. All wives, are you satisfied with something that came, that your husband spoke yesterday? No, you want to hear something today. 
right? The same way, God wants to speak to us every day and we shouldn't be satisfied with what came yesterday from God's mouth. So we need to go to the daily bread of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The daily bread of God. They want to hear what God, they should be hearing. One of the signs is you want to hear what God is speaking. Hallelujah. The next sign of those who are under the salvation of God. You know that, as I said before, you know that you need the Holy Spirit to finish the race. What God spoke, you heard what God is speaking through His word. And to do that, you need a power, you need a strength. And that comes from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The other day I was crying out, Lord, I can't do this on my strength. I felt so weak. I said, Lord, I need your strength from you. I need a supernatural strength to do that. Hallelujah. I can't do it. I am weak in my flesh, Lord. Rescue me. Save me, Lord. And give me the power, the strength to overcome it. And I could just sense a supernatural strength coming onto the Lord. From the Lord onto my shoulders. And he give me a peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need, I ask the Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what Samson did in the flesh. You know, he, he, what he did, the power that he had is the power of the Holy Spirit. David, the power behind it. What did the pebble do? The pebble doesn't have any strength on its own. What the, what God, what the power behind the pebble was the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You need the Holy Spirit to finish the race. The next sign of being in the salvation journey, you don't want to mess up the salvation journey. You really don't want to mess up because you only have one opportunity. You know, this scripture has warned me time and again. I would go and read, I have read this multiple times. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1 to 6. I don't want to be, you to be unaware. You know, I'm telling you also, Paul is saying you also, I don't want you to be unaware. All our fathers were under the cloud. Everyone. Everyone passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud, in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food. They all drank the same spiritual drink. They were drinking from the spiritual rock which followed them. And the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased. For their dead bodies were spread out in the wilderness. Now, these things happened as examples to us that we should not crave evil things as they indeed crave them. The church is Israel in the wilderness. What happened in the Old Testament is an example to us. Paul is telling this to whom? The believers. And we should be careful. I want to tell you, we are not exempt from this. You know, they went through the cloud. They had Moses to rescue them. They were baptized into the cloud. They all drank from the same spiritual rock. They had drank. They had all the same spiritual food. We are also, you know, we have the same Bibles. We have the same, we are also baptized. We have the same Holy Spirit. They all ate the same. We are all eating the same spiritual food. We are, there is no different Bible. But many perished in the wilderness. Why? Why did they perish in the wilderness? 
I want you to look into that scripture. Because they craved the evil things of this world. They kept telling about Egypt. They kept looking back into their Egypt. Hallelujah. We might be in the spiritual journey. But if you're going to look back, you're going to look back and be like Lord's wife. Israelites were rescued by Moses. We were rescued by the Lord Jesus. Born again. But somehow, in that journey, we began to crave after these things. Paul is saying, this is a warning to you guys. What happened is an example. Because for this more serious for us, because the word that was spoken earlier was a word that was given by the angels. Now, hallelujah, God is speaking us to us through His Son. Those who are in the salvation journey, they don't want to mess up the salvation journey. They are constantly reviewing themselves. I'm not telling, go condemn yourself, but they are constantly reviewing themselves. Lord, is there anything in me that is not holy? Hallelujah, show it to me. The next aspect of being under the salvation, you're willing to be corrected. All scripture, 2 Timothy 3 verse 16, all scripture is inspired by God, beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in righteousness. So the man or woman of God may be fully capable, equipped for every good work. Those who are in salvation, they are willing to be corrected. They allow the scriptures to correct themselves. They allow the Holy Spirit to correct. They allow the other men of God to correct. They are, you know, God can correct you through unbelievers. How many of you believe that? God can speak you through unbelievers? Yes. Hallelujah. So God, God spoke through a donkey in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. So even if somebody is probably telling you in a, in a, in a not a worthy manner, not in an edifying manner, is correcting you. Hallelujah. Even then he may have something in it. Be willing to correct yourself. Hallelujah. Rather than when you go to heaven and God gives the God is you know, examining your life. Hallelujah. So be willing. So those who are in the salvation of God, they want to correct themselves because salvation has got three dimensions. It is past, it is a present, where we are, you know, we are being sanctified and it's also in the future. Hallelujah. Salvation is much more than that sinner's prayer. And the next aspect, I know I'm running out of time, the next aspect of being under salvation, you are eagerly waiting the second coming of the Lord. Because there is a future dimension. Hallelujah. There is a future dimension. Sozo means to be preserved. Preserved for what? Preserved for a second coming. He is coming for a blameless and a spotless bride. Those who are in the salvation, they preserve themselves for His second coming. They eagerly await His second coming. They are not afraid of His second coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Last, I want to share this. Jesus took away the fear of death. One of the signs of being in the salvation. You do not have to be afraid of death. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 to 16. 
It says, since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partook of the same. So through death, he might destroy the one who has the power of death. I want to tell you, the one who has the power of death is destroyed. It is destroyed. So even if we are still afraid of death, hallelujah, even if you are still afraid of death, you got to const- you got to examine your life. Am I right with God? Why am I afraid of death? Am I fearing, will God separate me? If so, examine your life. If so, examine your life. Hallelujah. You know, we don't need to be afraid of death if we are walking in the salvation of God because we know this is the journey. The Lord is on the other side. And if you are insecure, you don't know, you don't know who is on the other side. Then you've got to constantly examine. Lord, do I have a fear of death? I began to examine myself. Lord, do I have a fear of death? If I have a fear of death, then I'm, I'm not sure about, I'm, 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 not, I'm not walking probably in the salvation of God. Hallelujah. You have to have the courage to examine. Rather, when you go to stand before the presence of God, don't be surprised. Hallelujah. The same Holy Spirit who is there is here. Hallelujah. How much more will He, con- he's, he wants to convict us here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not saying you live your life carelessly. But when you live a life for God, you know whether... To, so when you live a life for God, you know whether, whether it is to live is gain and whether it is to die is gain. So, by life, it is okay. By death, it's okay. Because we know that we are under the salvation of God. Salvation is a covering. There is a God covering upon you. Hallelujah. And salvation is much more then we think that it's a ticket to heaven. Can we all have our eyes closed? Thank you, Father. Lord, I want to pray, Father, the sozo, the salvation of God, to be restored back, to be made complete. I want to say, His name is Yeshua, who can save you. If any of you don't have, you, you want Jesus to be your Lord, and to be your master. I want you to say. I want you to know to repent. And be baptized. And receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So that Jesus becomes your Lord. Any of you want that. You can just raise your hand. You want to renew your relationship with the Lord. We'll pray for you. Hallelujah. The salvation prayer is not the. Is this not the only aspect. It's just the starting you have a journey with God. God is able to deliver you from the demonic hosts. Hallelujah. Every tormenting spirit here. Hallelujah. I rebuke you in Jesus name. Some of you, you are hearing voices. Some demonic voices. I rebuke you. Hallelujah. Because Jesus, his name is Yeshua. He came to deliver you from evil spirits. Every voice that you hear, demonic voice that you hear, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Lack of sleep. I rebuke that from the house of God. You know, it's a demonic spirit sometimes that wants to make you sit through the night and make you worried. I rebuke that demonic spirit. Spirit of infirmity. Hallelujah. Leave. Leave them. Hallelujah. This is your people, oh God. 
This is your people. Hallelujah. Lord, your name is Yeshua. Sozo. Hallelujah. Behold. Hallelujah. Behold. Constant headaches. I rebuke that. You know, God is a healer. Hallelujah. His name is, is He is Sozo. God is a healer. God is a he God is a healing God. It is available to you. Constant headaches. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Some of you are not able to drive because of the headlights coming to you and the night. I want to pray right now in Jesus' name. Be healed. Be healed. Hallelujah. Be healed. Hallelujah. Rabba Nanthanara. Rekhe Rente Nete. Rabanandiyanaba. Oh, hallelujah. Every night blindness. Hallelujah. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Every sickness. Hallelujah. I rebuke it, Father. Oh, Ruba, Rabaranti Anaba. Some of you are worried about an unanswered prayer. I want to pray. Hallelujah. Let me tell you. Salvation is God's great plan. And in that plan itself is God has great plans for you. Hallelujah. By worrying, you cannot add any hour to your life. I want to pray in Jesus' name. Take out worry from the hearts of people. Worry. Worry about your future. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Some of you are worried about your diabetic levels. I pray in Jesus' name, be healed, Lord. Be healed. Be whole. Made whole. Hallelujah. Made whole. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, God, for your great salvation that you have poured out upon our lives. Father, we are not worthy. You took the divine exchange, Father. You took our place and you took us, Lord, from the enemy kingdom, brought us into your kingdom, to the newness of life, to be a son, to be an heir of God. We thank you, Father. We pray, Lord, that we would walk in that sozo of God, in that wholeness, wholeness of God. Some of you are reeling under a debt. I want to pray hallelujah. The Lord is saying, I will restore you. I will restore your finances. I will restore. Some of you, you wish to go back to the time where you had enough abundance. I will sense this, God saying this promise, I will restore your finances. But you learn how to spend. Restore. Restore. Those who fear in debt, I want you to I want you to pray, ask ask God for wisdom to operate the finances that God has given to you. He will restore it. And he's a God of restoration. God of restoration. Some of you are worried about your family members not coming into the faith. Hallelujah. I want to say salvation is for your family. Hallelujah. If you're worried about your family, I want you to pray right now. God, I want to pray for my spouse who's an unbeliever. Who is my father, mother who doesn't know the Lord. My children who doesn't know the Lord. Salvation, God's salvation promise is for your family. Not just your family, for generations. For generations. I sense in the 
in the family of Thomas Chan and Liji Mama, the Lord will cause a revival. The Lord will cause a revival. Amen. Your family will know the salvation of God. The salvation of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I sense your mother will know the salvation of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have been praying for your mother. And I want to pray, Lord, that you will answer that prayer. Let them know the Lord, Father. Many of you, your family, your parents are senior citizens. They're elderly. And you're worried about their future. They're worried about their eternal life. I want to pray like that. If you have people like that in your family, we're just going to pray. Father, I pray, Lord, that all our family members know the Lord. They would come under this great salvation. They would escape the wrath of God due to the newness of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you have come to the faith all alone. But as you walk with God, you will find other people walking along with you. It could be your father, mother, brother, sister. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray, Father, you would cause them also to come along in the salvation journey. lifetime is not enough to thank you for your salvation. One lifetime is not enough. It's not enough, Lord. Because you gave it all for us. One lifetime is not enough to thank you, God, for your mercy. One lifetime is not enough. Eternity is not enough to thank you, God, for your great mercy. Eternity is not enough to thank you, God, for your salvation. We bow down before your great salvation. We bow down before the throne of God and we want to say, God, how great you are. How great is your love, Lord. That we do not deserve this. We humble ourselves, Lord. Lord, I pray that we will not forget your salvation. And Lord, I pray as a church, pray as a church, Lord, we will be there in your second coming. We will be there, Lord, in your second coming. We don't want to die in the wilderness without you. We want to be found as thoughtless and a blameless bride. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wscc.in.